Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today, the eighth day of Christmas, we are once again spiritually present at the cave in Bethlehem. With renewed wonder, we, like the shepherds, find Mary and Joseph and the infant Jesus lying in the manger. And our focus today is on the mother, Mary. Mary, the mother of God. Mother of God is the most important title of Our Lady. This title contains a magnificent truth about God and about ourselves. From the moment that our Lord became incarnate in Mary, and for all time, he took on our humanity. There's no longer God without man. The flesh Jesus took from his mother is our own. Now and for all eternity. To call Mary the mother of God reminds us of this. God is close to humanity. Even as a child is close to the mother who bears him in her womb. St. Luke tells us that Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. What things? The things of Christmas. Most importantly, the fact that God became man. God made himself small, not only to be with us, but also to be like us. The beauty of Christmas, my friends, and of today's celebration of Mary's maternity is knowing that we are beloved children, of knowing that this childhood of ours can never be taken away from us. It is to see a reflection of ourselves in the frail and infant God resting in his mother's arms and to realize that humanity is precious and sacred to the Lord. Henceforth, to serve human life is to serve God. All life, from life in the mother's womb to that of the elderly, the suffering and the sick, and to that of the troublesome, is to be welcomed, loved, and helped. Dear brothers and sisters, if we are to appreciate the stupendous reality of being beloved by God and His Son and of the inestimable value of our lives and the lives of others, we need to imitate Mary and keep these things in our hearts. To do that, we need silence. We need silence. We need to remain silent as we gaze upon the crib. Pondering the crib, we discover anew that we are loved. We savor the real meaning of life. As we look on in silence, we let Jesus speak to our heart. Think of that. Silence is an invitation to God. His lowliness lays low our pride. His poverty challenges our outward display. His tender love touches our hardened hearts. To set aside a moment of silence each, each day to be with God is to keep, to keep our soul. It is to keep, 
take custody of our freedom from being corroded by the banality of consumerism, the blare of commercials, the stream of empty words, and the overpowering waves of empty chatter and loud shouting. Christmas for Mary had its joys and sorrows. On the one hand, the birth of Jesus, the love of Joseph, the visit of the shepherds, that radiant night. But on the other, an uncertain future. Homelessness because there was no place for them in the inn. The desolation of rejection. The disappointment of having to give birth to Jesus in a stable. Hopes and worries. Light and darkness. All these things dwelt in the heart of Mary. And what did she do? She pondered them. That is to say, she dwelt on them with God in her heart. She held nothing back. She locked nothing within out of self-pity or resentment. Instead, she gave everything over to God. That is how she kept those things. We keep things when we hand them over. Sounds like a paradox, and it is. But we keep things when we hand them over. By not letting our lives become prey to fear, distress, or superstition. By not closing our hearts or trying to forget. But by turning everything into a dialogue with God. God who keeps us in his heart. Think of that. God who keeps us in our heart then comes to dwell in our lives. These, then, are the secrets of the Mother of God, silently treasuring all things and bringing them to God. And this took place, the Gospel concludes, in her heart. Our hearts are the center, the core of our personality and of our lives. At the beginning of the year, we too, as Christians on our pilgrim way, feel the need to set out anew, especially in this difficult time of the coronavirus, to set out anew from the center, to leave behind the burdens of the past and to start over from the things that really matter. Today we have before us the point of departure, the Mother of God. For Mary is what God wants us to be what he wants his church to be, a mother who is tender and lowly, poor in material goods and rich in love, free of sin and united to Jesus, united to Jesus, keeping our God in our hearts and in our neighbor in our lives. To set out anew, let us look to our mother, in her heart beats the heart of the church. Today's feast tells us that if we want to go forward, as we get, begin this new year, if we want to go forward, we need to turn back to begin anew from the crib where everything began. From the mother who holds God in her arms. Dear friends, may these sentiments inspire us with a deeper devotion to our Blessed Mother so that we spend time with her each day in prayer. In this way, 
we who have received God's greatest blessing may in turn be a blessing to others.